I'm Sean McCormick, and this is Optimal Performance. And today is a solo show. I don't do these very often, but I really enjoy it because it gives you a little bit of a peek into how I think and how I do things. Not like I'm that special, but I've been around long enough to formulate some, I think, key ideas that people can can really connect to, can really attach to, and to apply in their life. And for some context, I am a certified life coach and I've been coaching people really all over the world for seven years. And I've worked with professional athletes, retired athletes, television stars, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nine to fivers, and everybody in between. And in the course of working with people, I have seen some trends. I've noticed some tendencies about the way that people think and the way that people operate through the world. And uh, something came to mind or came to my awareness very recently. You know, because people find me from all corners of the internet, uh, they're drawn to me for a number of different reasons. And not all of those people follow me on social media. I would say actually most of the clients that I work with, CEOs at companies and, you know, executives of different shades and colors they don't follow me on social media and a lot of them don't even have social media let alone instagram because they're busy running companies so came to my my awareness that uh that my presence on instagram is a little wacky and so that's why the title of today's episode is called proper lunatic it was brought to my attention last week with one of my coaching clients that I come off as a proper lunatic on Instagram. And I chuckled. We both had a good laugh of it, about it. And if you're listening right now, thank you for bringing that to my attention. Thank you for the instigation of uh, this solo episode. So for some context, I've been coaching people at a very high level for about seven years. And after I got my coaching certification, I immediately started working with people. I work with business owners, entrepreneurs, nine to fivers, professional athletes, television stars, lots of different people. And I coach people in four key categories. They are personal development, just think about Tony Robbins, uh, performance optimization, which is really at the heart of what the optimal performance is, you know, biohacking, lifestyle design, recovery, etc nutrition, fitness, etc. And third category is career development because you got to make money, you got to feed yourself or your family. And the fourth category is spiritual development. And I'm happy to elaborate at some point later. If you have questions about any of this, just feel free to email me sean at seanmccormick.com. So I coach people in these four categories and they find me from all over the place, you know, either referred to by previous clients or you know, they've heard me on other podcasts and they're like, yeah, I kind of like this guy's approach. You know, I'm going to reach out and connect. Well, this client who called me a proper lunatic didn't, didn't know or didn't follow me on Instagram. And so when he found me on Instagram and he went in and saw me chugging raw eggs and shooting lasers up my nose and posting conspiracy theory memes, he came to the conclusion that I was a proper lunatic. And I take it as a badge of honor. I really do. It's, and here's why. I have worked extremely hard since about 2011 to create freedom for myself. When I got out of the corporate world and started Float Seattle, which is a sensory deprivation tank center, a chain of sensory deprivation tank centers in 2012, I wanted to break free from convention. <clears throat> I wanted to be able to share my opinion and not apologize for it. 
and I wanted to be able to create content and live my life on my own terms. And that allows me a fair bit of time to go down a lot of different rabbit holes. If you are a subscriber to What's Up Wednesday, which is my newsletter, 7,000 people, really high open rate. It comes with five points. I'll tie this back in a second. Uh, A quote of the day, a discount on some biohacking equipment or um, some product or supplement. Uh, Also comes with a link to this week's podcast episode, a health headline, and a conspiracy that you should know. Not conspiracy theories, but an actual conspiracy that you should know about. And I've curated and cultivated this content because I think it's useful information and uh, the the newsletter is growing. Lots of people are into it. So I created this life for myself where I had the freedom to go down lots of different rabbit holes. And apparently... Uh, because I speak so openly on some of this stuff, I come across as a proper lunatic. And again, I wear this as a badge of honor. There are a couple of categories that I am a, that I'm passionate about: health freedom, human optimization, meaning and purpose, conspiracy and tyranny. So I'm going to break some of this stuff down. And my point of this episode is to shift your perspective a little bit to get you to think a little bit more broadly and why it's okay to be a proper lunatic. A proper lunatic. Not a lunatic that's like living on the streets, but a proper lunatic who has everything organized in their life, who is optimized with their family, with their health, with their money, um, with their environment, their fun and recreation, life purpose, spiritual development, romance and intimacy. If you're optimizing those core areas, you can afford to be a little wacky, a little crazy. You can be a proper lunatic. I think it's okay. So we'll start with health freedom. I think that if you have been listening to this podcast for a number of years, you will know that I open up conversations to allow in a lot of different ideas. I've done podcasts about whether or not viruses exist. I've done podcasts about um, the debilitating effect of parasites. I was blowing the whistle and beating the drum about the COVID lockdowns back in March of 2020. That's really when I started to go hard and post on social media about what was coming and what we should be prepared for. So I, a little bit of lunacy came out of your old buddy, Sean McCormick here talking about why lockdowns were a bad idea, why masks and distancing were a bad idea, how it's absolutely an infringement on our liberty and our freedoms when we are coerced into an injection of any kind whatsoever. You see, if we can't protect our bodies, if we can't make choices for our families and ourselves, and we are coerced into medical, experimental medical procedures, then we have lost it all. It's really, really important to me and my family that we make the choices for ourselves. Like, it, I, I feel like this is such basic, baseline information that if you can't control what goes in your body, then you don't have freedom. So all of the, you know, you're, you're going to take the jab or you're going to lose your job. A lot of you have got stuck there. Very close friends and family of mine were coerced into 
getting an injection or a series of injections for fear of losing their job. And I think that that's so sad. And I, my heart hurts for people who, who felt like they had to make that choice. So I'm a lunatic about that stuff. I'm a proper lunatic about informed consent. I want to know what's in my food before I eat it. I want to know what's in the medications, what's in the supplements, what's in any sort of injection before I put it into my body. I want to know the ingredients in the fabric softener that we use. I want to know the air quality in my own home. I want to be able to to live in a world where I get to choose my own destiny when it comes to my health. And that should be a basic right. But over time, these rights, these assumptions that we can be in control of our own health are slowly becoming eroded. And my fear is that now that we have been through uh, the pandemic, now that we have seen the plan, we have we know who the players are, we know the tricks that they they'll try. That we're my fear is that we're going to forget all this. Is that we're just going to roll over again the next time some crisis comes out? You know, if you subscribe to What's Up Wednesday, the the newsletter, you will know that they're going to start screwing with our water, that that's coming down the pike. I just released a podcast or a what's up Wednesday today. I sent it out. If you're on it, you got it. That talks about a plan coming out of Davos where they're going to be discussing a hypothetical disease X pandemic. So where have we heard this before? The World Health Organization chief, Dr. Ted Rose, and I'm not going to try to pronounce the rest of his name, We'll talk about, quote, novel efforts needed to prepare healthcare systems for the multiple challenges ahead. Like, we know about Agenda 2030. We've seen this stuff before. And my fear is that we didn't learn our lesson. Now, if that makes me a lunatic that, you know, I've seen a, I've seen a bunch of memes around that talk about like, well, you're a conspiracy theorist. And it's like, no, I just read a lot. And I can see, I can notice patterns. Tony Robbins talks about how important it uh, it is for each of us to um, be good at pattern recogni- pattern recognition, and we should all be aware of the patterns that are coming for us, the plans to control us. Now, I could go way deep into the deep end and talk about, you know, the plans for depopulation. I mean, it's all out there; you can find it, and it's substantiated by. You know, meetups like this where they're talking about the next deadly disease. You know, the World Health Organization is also talking about water and controlling fresh water. Uh, So I'm a lunatic about health freedom. I think it's really important. And it's more important now than it has ever been before in human history for a couple of reasons. Number one, the food that we eat is depleted of nutrients. We're just not getting the same level of nutrients that we used to get, that your parents or your grandparents or your great-grandparents got. The soils are depleted, and so we need to be a little bit of a lunatic when it comes to making sure that we're putting good nutrients in our body. The air quality is suffering. (laughs) Again, I'll tie it back to some conspiracies a little bit later, but we need to really be resilient about how we control our health and and taking our health into our own our own hands. I'm a lunatic about health freedom. I'm a proper a proper lunatic about health freedom. 
And I think that you should be too. It doesn't mean that you need to be paranoid or stressed out. It doesn't mean that you need to lose sleep on this stuff. It doesn't need, mean necessarily you need to wear a tinfoil hat. But if there were something to be a lunatic about, it should be about your health. One of my former guests, Paul Check, who is just an incredible, incredible author, trainer, philosopher, says, and he might attribute this quote to someone else, sooner or later, health will be your number one concern. And I think that that's a really profound thing. Now, as I age, I am increasingly concerned with my own health. I want to be able to take all my groceries in in one trip. I want to be able to pick up my kids, let alone do jujitsu four nights a week. I want to be as healthy and robust as I possibly can. And so if that makes me a proper lunatic about health and health freedoms, so be it. So moving on to category number two about human optimization. This is, this is a core, core part of what I do in the world, which is I know through studies, through applications and techniques that I've tried and I've experimented with, this is at the heart of this very podcast, is human optimization, optimal performance. And that looks a lot of different ways. It looks at psychology, physiology, spirituality, lifestyle habits. These are important parts of what optimal performance is. If you are constantly beating yourself up and your self-talk is terrible and you're always beating yourself down, that's going to damage you. That's going to that's going to hurt your body. It's going to hurt your brain. It's going to curtail some of the uh, potential that you have if you are being nasty with yourself. So quit it. Knock it off. There are techniques that I use in my coaching practice that help reframe mindset and help us move through some of these automatic negative thoughts or letting go of these old narratives that are keeping us small and contained and self-critical. I think that it's easy for us to be distracted by Netflix or the media. It's really easy for us to get away from human optimization because we're not getting enough sunlight or eating the right food, moving adequately, you know, talking negatively to ourselves. These are the types of things that that really keep us from being the best people that we can possibly be. And because I've been working with really, really high performers for a very long time, I know that even the people who are doing really well in their life oftentimes get out of balance. They may be really good professionally, but their family life is terrible. They may be really fit, but their relationships are suffering. And this, this human optimization, I am a proper lunatic about because we are all meant to do something special. We all have a part to play in this cosmic drama that's consistently and, and infinitely unfolding. And in order for us to be our best, in order for us to find our purpose and live a joyful life, we should be focused on human optimization. So from a psychology standpoint, you can read the right things. You can listen to podcasts like mine to hone in your psychology, but it's really about what are you activating on? So an appeal to everyone right now is if you spend a couple hours a week watching YouTube videos about, you know ways to get more organized or, you know, um, personal development or whatever, like it, if it stays theoretical for you and you don't ever activate on these things, 
then you won't make improvements. You won't be optimizing yourself because it just stays in the theoretical. So, so making, getting and grokking these sorts of concepts around personal development and human optimization are fantastic. But until you try it, until you experiment with it, it's just going to stay an idea. You know, this is January is World Carnivore Month. And I think probably at least a couple of you, whether you're in Sweden, I've got a lot of listeners in Sweden for some reason, whether you're in Sweden or Canada, the US, you know, got listeners in Australia, wherever you are, you should test this thing out. You know, if you've got IBS and bad skin and you're overweight, you may want to try carnivore for a month and see how it goes. You have to try this stuff out. You have to experiment. So take some of the ideas that come out of this very podcast, this and this specific episode, and apply them. This is how we how we can be proper lunatics, proper lunatics um, around our physiology. It's not going to get easier. As we age, it gets harder and harder to put on lean muscle mass. It, the, our hormones take a dip. You know, our time is more constrained. You know, I've got a 10 and seven year old and there's a lot going on with those two kids and it's not going to get easier for you to become the best version of yourself. It's going to get harder as you age and as your day gets busier. So prioritizing your physiology, making sure that you're fit, that you're fit, you're well slept, you're dealing with stress. That stuff's really important. This, this last category you know, around spirituality as far as human optimization. And I don't care if you're an atheist, agnostic, Christian, Muslim, Hindu, you can and we all have the ability to connect to something deeper. And I'll say that again. We all have the ability to connect to something deeper, something more important, something bigger than ourselves. And whatever your practice is, maybe it's meditation, maybe it's prayer, maybe it's observing Ramadan, maybe it's Lent, doing those sorts of activities, prioritizing adherence to with a deeper power in the universe is a really useful tool. It gives us greater depth in our life. It helps us confront the fact that we are going to die one day, which kind of gets into stoicism, which I think is a really, really nice philosophical framework helps us deal with adversity and the fact that we're going to die one day, memento mori. This stuff is important. And when we can connect to this fact that there is something deeper going on, that we are a, we're playing a part in this cosmic drama that is constantly unfolding, it, it, it gives us a little bit more awareness, a greater depth in our lives. So I'm a proper lunatic when it comes to human optimization. And it's harder and harder because we're distracted and we're undernourished and we're overtired and all this stuff. So it's not going to get easier. So start now, like start today, fine tuning, running experiments on different types of food, running experiments on different kinds of exercise, running experiments on meditation or prayer to see how it enriches your life. Make it a daily practice. So now we'll go from health freedom to human optimization and now to meaning and purpose. I am a proper lunatic when it comes to meaning and purpose. I believe that you are here for a reason. You have a part to play in this unfolding. You're here to do stuff. You're here to be something. And the people who have 
understood, come to a place of understanding of what their purpose in life is, are the people who are the most fulfilled, the most satisfied. For some people, that's innovation in business. And for others, that's just being a really great friend or a really great parent. This is potentially the most important thing because from this meaning and purpose that we cultivate in our life and that we recognize in our life, then everything else, that becomes our why. If you're a fan of Simon Sinek and understanding why are you here, why are you doing this, why are you working your job, why are you alive, then then from that North Star, you have a good reason to get fit and get strong, you know, buy guns and have backup food in case shit hits the fan to prepare yourself. Once you know what you're here for, once you create or connect with your deeper meaning or deeper purpose, then you have a reason to get up out of bed. You have a reason to be fit. So it's, it's really important in my mind for each of us to understand what we're here to do and then execute on it. Now, here's this one thing is it might not be your job. It might not be your career. In fact, I think it's probably pretty rare for someone's job or their career to be directly in line with their purpose, with the with the deepest part of meaning in their life. I'll say that again. Your job is probably not the reason that you're alive. So what what are we left with then? If you're not, if your career is not the defining element of why you're here in this on this planet in this time, then what else are you here for? Maybe it's deepening relationships. Maybe it's volunteering to help your neighbors. The fact is, is that when we are of service, when we show up in a way that supports our brothers and sisters in humanity in this organic spaceship called Earth hurling through the galaxy, if we focus our intentions and attention on helping others, that can be a really great Kickstarter to be in your purpose. You can be a, pro- a proper lunatic when it comes to purpose because all these other pieces come into play once you know what you're after, once you know what you're shooting for. I hope this makes sense. And I know that this is, this is a, lot of, a lot of different information, but I tr- I'm trying to keep this as simple as possible. There are some exercises that I could suggest for each of you if you want to say, like, I don't know what my purpose is. I'm not sure why I'm here. Just hit me up. I'll, I'll, we, can, we can talk. Again, you can just always DM me, real Sean McCormick on Instagram, or send me an email, sean at seanmccormick.com. I'm really accessible. If you're interested in, in some of this stuff, just let me know. So if you can be a proper lunatic about your purpose, the other parts of your life will come into play. You'll have a reason to be fit. You'll have a reason to have a discerning eye against propaganda. You'll have a reason to be more calm, more rested, more present. So I hope that makes sense. So now we'll move to lunatic about conspiracy. I am a proper lunatic when it comes to conspiracies, and here's why. The fact that everything that we are taught throughout history, the fact that the ideas that are presented to us that are popular or in vogue or important all come with an agenda. It's kind of shocking that the good guys always win. 
it's kind of shocking that when you look back through the history books, the people that wrote those history books were the winners. It's easy to think of like, that's the good guy, that's the bad guy. This is the good government, that's the bad government. Our reality is shaped by external forces. And a lot of those external forces are motivated by financial gain. The I mean, the most obvious, <laughs> the most obvious case, you know, was COVID. Who made money? You know who made money. Who lost everything? You know who lost everything. So when you understand and you can be skeptical about some of the frameworks that are just forced fed to us, it can kind of be stressful, but it's also really liberating. And I think it's really important that each of us understand the importance of considering multiple ideas at once. Like, I'm not so sure we went to the moon. I'm not so sure. I spent some time researching it, reading about it, watching documentary films. A funny thing happened on the way to the moon. Stanley Kubrick's film set. There's just so many more questions that I have. So in my mind, general consensus is, is that, yeah, we went to the moon. Okay. And then we look at the clip from the Indian government that landed some sort of lunar module on the planet, and it is the worst CGI ever. I mean, it is absolutely terrible. It just looks so fake. <laughs> Did they actually land on the moon? Did their, you know, rover actually land on the moon? Do we actually have a lunar rover on Mars? When you look at some of the hills that are on Mars that are actually hills that exist in South Carolina that match up absolutely perfectly, it makes you think a little bit. So it's, in my mind, it's okay to be a proper lunatic about conspiracies. And a conspiracy is when two people get together and decide that they're going to work together to a common goal. This is the U.S. government. This is your teachers at your school growing up. This is everywhere. This There is, there is collusion and conspiracy happening literally all the time to some end. We can use logic and a discerning eye to figure out, like, what's this really about? And this opens up a massive can of worms about the stories that were told about history and societies and technology. Just follow the money. If you start there, if you start with, okay, who does this benefit the most? Who does, who, who's winning in this thing that's now a part of my life from taxes to injections to, you know, <laughs> uh, margarine, all of these things are because somebody's trying to make a buck. So if you start there, I think that's a good place. Uh, we know that fake food isn't good for us. We know that planes are actually spraying chemicals into the sky. We know that now. They've admitted it all around the world. Pilots have talked about it. Governments have talked about it. Bill Gates is talking about blocking out the sun. This is real stuff. So when you shift your brain in away from, oh, I'm just going to go along to get along to, no, I'm going to question everything. 
it's actually really liberating. It can be stressful at times, but it really helps you increase your level of independence and sovereignty. And it, in my opinion, it makes you a more interesting person. You know, the fluoride in the water, which I've talked about a bunch of times on, on Instagram, and I've brought it up um, in podcasts before. The origin of why they put fluoride into the water was because it was a byproduct of chemical processing, and they had to do something with this toxin, this fluoride, and they decided to collude and, and conspire with uh, the American Dental Association to put it in the water. And it ain't good because there's a direct connection between levels of fluoride in the water and IQ. There is a maybe it's a causation, maybe it's a correlation between more fluoride, lower IQ in certain municipalities. And again, this is not convenient stuff. You know, talking about the climate change hoax, you know, that doesn't make you that many friends. Well, actually, maybe it does, because if you're still listening, you're probably on board with this, and I'm glad you're still here. It's not convenient. It's not a cozy thought. However, our ancestors didn't get us to where we are today by just rolling over. They stood up against tyranny. They fought. They prepared. They stayed fit. They stayed resilient. They had their head on a swivel. They were looking over their shoulder. They were strong, strong people that survived and made way for you and me to be here now. You know, another area of of conspiracy that I really have spent lots of time for years and years reading about secret societies. You know, who are the controllers? Who's making the choices for you without you knowing? That's a, I'm just going to put a pin in that because I could go, I could do, you know, a thousand episodes on that. Um, I'd probably want to bring in some of my friends to talk about some of this stuff, but who's in control of you? Who can you not uh, be critical of? These are important questions that make you a proper lunatic. The general idea here, everybody, is that if you're not a proper lunatic, then you are not paying attention. <laughs> yeah, I think you probably get that by now. But if you're not seeing the trends and the, and, the, and the habits, if you're not seeing the patterns that are presented to us, then you're just not paying attention. And at the heart of optimal performance is to be switched on, present, focused, fit, resilient, and whatever means that you choose to whatever practices that you have to increase your level of discernment is going to be a good thing, especially over the course of the next couple of years. Later this week or next week, I'm going to be releasing an episode with my friend Greg Anderson, who was on the podcast a while ago. I was on his his podcast uh, which is called Endless Endeavor. Uh, he's become a friend of mine. Uh, Greg was the first guy in the country, the first police officer in the country to stand up against the COVID lockdowns. He refused to go and arrest people in their home businesses during COVID. And we talk a lot about this. We talk a lot about um, coercion. We talk a lot about what's coming over over the course of the next couple of years. And... Um, I think there's cause to be alarmed and to do what's right to prepare for yourself and your family. You should have six months of backup food. 
you should have a firearm and some ammunition. You should have access to clean water or at least a way to filter uh, other water. Again, if that makes me a proper lunatic, well, so be it. Um, I'm going to stop there for today, but it was enjoyable for me to kind of get some of these ideas out and share these with you. I don't do solo episodes very often, but I enjoy them and I hope that you enjoy them too. You know, doing podcasts every single week is a ton of work. It is it is an immense amount of work to book guests, to record, to do the post-production, to release these and promote these. It is just a ton of work and it doesn't pay very well. <laughs> Outside of Rogan and Huberman and Theo Vaughn, who apparently Theo is just like got like a top 10 podcast in the world. It's I'm just one guy, you know, outside of Seattle, Washington, trying to get across some ideas. It's a ton of work, but I love doing it. And I get to meet and talk to some of the most inspiring people in the world about topics that are fascinating to me. And so if you're here and you're listening to this still, if you're still with me, I love you and I am thankful for you. And if there's anything that you can do to support me, it would be to go check out the advertisers that really do help support this podcast. And there are some models of you know, revenue for podcasts. Uh, I listen to No Agenda, which is um, it, it sort of deconstructs the media. They have a value for value model where um, people pay out of their pocket, but they also contribute to the show. And I love that model. I'm just not there yet. Also, Greg Carlwood, Higher Side Chats, he's, he's got a subscription. Uh, I, I haven't done that. And I don't want to do that. So I have advertisers with products that I really love. I love AG1. I really do. My whole family drinks it. I love BioPro Plus. I absolutely do. It has changed my physique and changed my life in in so many ways, you know, from natural stacks to Met Naturals to, um, you know, AminoCo. These are companies that I really believe in with products that I really love. So if there's, if you're like, well, how do I support Sean? I like what he's talking about. Go subscribe to What's Up Wednesday um, go to Sean, email me, Sean at SeanMcCormick.com and say, I want to join the pot. I want to join the newsletter. I'll include you there. Click and at least check out these products that I, that I promote because I really do believe in them. I'm not going to do, you know, I'm never going to do a Nestle sponsorship or PepsiCo or Pfizer. It's just not, not, not going to happen. These are products that I really, that I appreciate that I think will change your life too, especially, you know, like X3 bar, you know, I've been using the X3 bar which is an exercise um, system with bands for a number of years. And it's made me really strong. It's made me a very strong person. And I, my clients and listeners like you who have purchased it and used it, it's changed your life. It's changed your physique. It's made you a stronger, more resilient person. So I'll get off the soapbox, but that's how you can support me. And you can also support me by sharing episodes like this with your friends. Just shoot them a link, text them a link. You can support me by um, submitting a review on whatever platform you listen to this podcast. Um, again, I'm very thankful for you. I love you. I'm so glad you're here and I'm going to keep chugging along. I'm going to keep doing this podcast, even though it's, it's noisy out there. There's a ton. I mean, there's millions of podcasts out there. You know, I'm proud that, that this is a top 1% podcast in the world. I really hang my hat on that, but it is a ton of work and it's because I love it and you can make you can help me in the ways that I just described. So 
if you like this, if you like solo shows like this, I will do more of them because I want to give you what you want. It's not what's interesting to me. I want to give you guys, wherever you are in the world, really great information that's fascinating and thought-provoking. So if there's guests that you really love or topics that you really want me to dive deeper in, let me know. Please let me know. You know how to get a hold of me, sean at seanmccormick.com or send me a DM at realseanmccormick on Instagram. I've also gotten into TikTok. I have some, I guess, some reservations around how that platform runs, but um, I'm coming around on it. So anyway, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. And uh, I'm just going to keep trying to blow your mind because I am a proper lunatic. Bye-bye.